This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. بس 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 المربع كله المربع اللي قال له يخلوه ضربوه But are you reading anything between the lines in Secretary Blinken's response there?
Well, he acknowledged that we were all caught off guard. I think by definition, this is an intelligence failure, but it's actually more than that. It's also a border security failure. And I think the question, Alex, at this hour is, where will Israel go next? I mean, certainly they will battle Palestinian terrorists that have infiltrated the country. They'll stage hospital rescue operations. And then we can expect a comprehensive, thorough degradation and destruction of Hamas's war-making capabilities inside Gaza. I think the question is, will the violence spread to the West Bank? Uh, and more fundamentally, will Israel launch military attacks? And by the way, I think they would be absolutely justified in doing so against other Iranian proxies around the region, because after all, Hamas's main patron is Iran, which does not want to see greater integration, greater peace between Israel and the Arab states. So on that front, Hezbollah, given the uh, military might of Hezbollah, how delicately does Israel have to approach something like that if they choose to engage them, engage them forcefully? Zero delicateness, if you will. I think they're going to deal with Hezbollah with a very tough uh, iron fist. Um, Hezbollah is a terrorist military that has about 200,000 medium and long range ballistic missiles aimed directly at Israel. Israel is a pretty small country, you know, nine million people about the size of Rhode Island, one main populated center around Tel Aviv. Israeli officials refer to the country as a country of just a hundred targets. If a terrorist military with ballistic missiles can fire a hundred targets strategically at the center part point of Israel, uh, it's going to be a very difficult uh, day for Israelis. And they know that the Israeli civil defense authorities have the civilian population well trained to scurry into bomb shelters. The United States has helped field the Iron Dome anti-rocket artillery and mortar batteries to support Israel's defense. So Israel may have to go on the offensive across the northern border, mm -hmm. not only mm -hmm. into Lebanon, but also into Syria to take out Hezbollah and other Iranian proxy positions. And I wouldn't be surprised, Alex, if Israel also undertook operations as far as the Persian Gulf to take out Iranian naval assets and even their air assets, because if Iran is behind this attack, then Israel, as I said, would be completely justified in launching such operations. We in the United States would do precisely that. Got, got to tell you, Jeremy, what you are laying out as possible, it is an all-out Middle East war. Is this scenario something that you can see playing out in the near future? I can. I mean, I think Israel's calculus is going to be uh, there. Israel is on the path to some very significant diplomatic uh, breakthroughs here with the Saudis. And if they right. can get assurances from the United States and the Saudis and the Emiratis and other Gulf countries that, you know, Israel is going to be able to make peace and have normalization. Uh, and, and that's going to continue and that these military operations are not going to affect that. then I think Israel is going to go very far in conducting those military operations. You know, if the military, if Hamas succeeds and they in some ways thwart the diplomatic efforts, then we're, it's going to have to be sequenced. Israel is going to first have to deal with the terrorists, first have to deal with Iran, first have to deal with the threats to its citizenry and its borders, and then pursue peace and normalization uh, in sequence. But, you know, it, this is going to be Israel's uh, play to call. And I think the United States is going to stand four square behind Israel, which is what you've heard so far from the president, from the secretary of state 
and every other senior Biden administration official. And by the way, this is bipartisan. You see it on Capitol Hill as well. There's bipartisan support for Israel at this hour, as there should be. Mm-hmm. We need Kevin McCarthy back in the speakership right now. We need to get that vote done this week. And on the Democrat side, I don't know if we'll get our crazy eight back in line or not. But on the Democrat side, when we have that vote, anyone who's a friend of Israel needs to go have a tea party or vote present and let Kevin McCarthy get back in the speakership chair right now. Because, um, Congressman, there's nothing the House can do until they elect a speaker. And I was talking to somebody on Capitol Hill yesterday. Yesterday, and they said essentially that, you know, given this timing, it's impossible to for the House to authorize emergency funding to Israel exactly. because you can't run anything. Exactly. They're going to run out of ordinance and we're not going to be able to authorize the funding to to get them the weapons and the defense that they need. We have one of our strongest allies in the world under attack and we are dilly dallying around with a leadership struggle in the House that should never have occurred. Kevin McCarthy should never have been ousted. He has he has led through some of the most bipartisan, constructive legislation that's happened in the House for years. And he's an excellent speaker. We need to get him back. And the Democrats need to look at, you know, I don't blame him. The party wants to tear itself apart. Let him. But in this situation right now, we need the Democrats help. Just a few of them need to take a walk while we elect Kevin McCarthy back into the speakership. Monday, 9, October, Year of Our Lord, 2023. Okay, we're in the middle of it now. Uh, and um, MAGA, who removed Kevin McCarthy last week, you're going to have a lot of work to do this week. Um, and you're going to be demonized in doing this work because you're the conscience of this nation. Um, and it's your sons and daughters remember are going to be called to die on these foreign battlefields. So I want everybody to take a gut check here. Let me pause it. I'm going to bring in my guests in a second, but I just want to make sure everybody, let's start here. And I think Jack Posobiec Twitter feed may be the best place to go. And if Grace Chong and Captain Bannett can make sure that the entire, um, and Carly Bonet, if people can make sure that Jack's Twitter feed, and his Twitter feed is good because he's got a lot of the horrific uh, footage. We tried to play a little bit of it at the start. Most of this he came and played on streaming services. The the footage coming out of what uh, Hamas did to these young people, what they did to the civilians, to the families, is uh, clearly barbaric. There's no doubt about that. Um, it is to the rave, you know, the Burning Man situation they had down um, by Gaza on the on the, on one of the borders in the southern part of Israel, and then throughout the capturing, going house to house, burning people out shooting children um it's it's horrific so let's put a pin in that it it is absolutely horrific and it shows you uh and if you saw the footage of the young girls bodies and all these bodies and how they were how the bodies were desecrated um make sure you embrace that they'll show you what the world is up against that being said uh this really needs to be thought through and all you've got is the warmongers uh you know the 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 war uh, munitions makers, the war profiteers are having a great weekend because they think, hey, this is we're going to get into the third world war. You got all these Republican congressmen. I want to finish. That was just one of many. We have to get Kevin McCarthy back so that we can send more money to Israel immediately. First off, that's just nonsense. The, the Senate's not around. First off, it's not going to happen. 
Uh, and the number one priority, the number one priority more than ever right now, the, our number one priority is the southern border of the United States of America, particularly uh, who and what has come up through there. I wish I saw these Republican congressmen you know, and senators from Tom Cotton to, to, uh, to, um, uh, Cren- uh, to Crenshaw to all of them. Uh, that have a much anger and as much focus on the invasion of the United States of America with six to eight million illegal alien invaders in this country. Hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands of combat age uh, men. I mean, divisions and divisions and divisions. And you see what's going on with what Hamas is doing in, um, in, uh, in, uh, in Israel. Just stand by for that to happen in the United States of America. This has got to be the defense of this nation is of paramount importance. And number two, the other national security crisis we have is the debt. There's a lot of stuff going on Wall Street today. Markets going through meltdown. I'm honored to have cash here. Cash, you only got about a minute and a half. Just you, I want to make sure we start by reading your piece in Gateway Pundit uh-huh. is about the Biden administration missing the beginning of World War III. What did you mean by that? Yeah, and it's a piece that the mainstream media didn't want to run with because it contradicts the defense industrial complex narrative. We'll get into all that, but the the main genesis of the piece is how did we miss it? How does the best intelligence infrastructure in the world miss it? And this is where I get into an argument with a lot of the folks even on our side of the aisle. They think, oh, they had it and just decided not to do anything. That reality is way worse. What happens is in the national intelligence uh, infrastructures, you have to set priorities. President Trump yes. set priorities. Yes. What are we going to do? We're going to kill terrorists. We're going to go after yes. Al Qaeda. We're going to go after ISIS. We're going to take on yeah. Iran and yes. make sure they don't get a nuclear weapon. Look, look under Trump, you had peace. Uh, BB is just actually has just announced. Remember, they have a uh, Gaza's besieged right now. They've cut off electricity. Uh, the IDF has cut off uh, water. They've cut off food. Uh, they've been doing airstrikes. Just announced coming across the wire. BB has told uh, Joe Biden. They're going in for a ground operation into Gaza, so stand by. We're going to take a short commercial break. The question is, how did, you know, you, you got Brennan lecturing you all the time. How did the CIA, the Mossad, and really the best is the IDFs, the Israeli Defense Forces Intelligence Apparatus, their equivalent of DIA. How did they, this, this thing took a year to plan. They weren't looking. The logistics. It's scary. I'll tell you why. That, that's, that, that. that the commitment has to have conditions upon it. Israel. That condition is we, we can't get into a, an unconditional land war in the Middle East right now. Cannot happen. Short break back in a moment. Do you get the feeling that the unthinkable is going to happen soon? Well, I do. But between the distractions and smoke screens in the media, we probably won't see it coming. That's why it's smart to invest in emergency food right away. As they say, it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. My Patriot Supply is the nation's leader in high-quality emergency food. Let me repeat that. My Patriot Supply is the nation's leader in high-quality emergency food. Head to MyPatriotSupply.com and prepare today with emergency food that will stay fresh for up to 25 years. Enjoy a wide variety of delicious food kits offering over 2,000 calories every day for optimum strength under stress. And don't forget about water filtration and purification products. These are perfect 
for your bug out bag, survival supply, or your camping pack. One thing is for sure in this world. We all need to stock up before panic sets in. Order by 3 p.m. and your items ship the same day. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. It's time to prepare for what is coming. So prepare with the best. MyPatriotSupply.com. Take action, action, action. Here in your mind has been, how could this have happened? Israel has perhaps the world's preeminent intelligence operation. Their forces are, they're charged with preventing something exactly like this from ever occurring. What is your sense as to how they got caught so badly off guard Saturday morning? So, John, I'm just struck, as I think we all are, by, by the, the scope and horror of this, listening to the Israeli military spokesman a moment ago saying every family has been touched. Uh, last night, his counterpart, and another spokesman, said this is the worst day in Israeli history. How could that have happened? What went wrong? What was the failure of intelligence? And as I wrote in a column last night, it wasn't simply a, a failure of gathering the right information, but I think of understanding that information. People have likened uh, this terrible event to 9-11 in the United States, uh, the 2001 attacks by al-Qaeda. Americans never imagined that al-Qaeda could seize airplanes and use them as weapons to attack buildings. And I think Israelis may never have imagined that their adversaries in Gaza, the Hamas fighters, uh, Hamas terrorists in this case, could, could, could use paragliders to fly into Israel, could, could move so quickly, a thousand of them. through. I can't take any more of this. You're, we're going to make sure, if I, I will commit to you, we will not let the typical spin and, and Kant and lies just go on and on and on. The Israelis are calling this a combination of Pearl Harbor and 9-11. We still don't have the truth on Pearl Harbor or 9-11. Let me just be blunt about that. And I've gone through every document, every commission. I think they had six or seven on Pearl Harbor. This is of utmost importance to this audience. You are the rising political power in this nation. You're the conscience of this nation. You're the conscience of working class people, you're the conscience of what has made this country great. It is most important for you you to get this right. So Cash Patel, and by the way, we're going to go to the border. We're going to go to the border that we're focused on, and that's the southern border of the United States. Ben Burkwam's down there with it. But Cash, first off, David Ignatius, as our audience knows, is a spokesman, essentially a mouthpiece for the CIA, for the <laughs> National Security Apparatus, correct? Yeah. You got to help me out here, brother. IDF and the Israeli Defense Force military intelligence may be the best in the world. Better, we have DIA, which is the arm, which is five times the size of the CIA. We have, IDF's intelligence operation, I think, is pound for pound the best in the world. Mm -hmm. Then you have Mossad. Then you have the CIA. We have seventeen. You know, mm -hmm. you have NSA. It is impossible. Impossible. This thing, it was a military operation on land, sea, and air with, with 5,000 missiles, paragliders. It's over a geographic, although Israel itself from tip to tip is about from the bo southern border of Virginia and North Carolina to Baltimore, mm -hmm. right? So it's not, a, it's not a huge – but given that, 
They were all, all the way from Tel Aviv to Gaza. This took months. The Wall Street Journal said months, I think years, of planning, logistics, recruitment, training, finance. And people don't talk about this. They had Palestinian journalists embeds. There were Palestinian journalists embeds. This is a full. This was like us going into Iraq in uh, in two thousand three. A, a wealth, I, a, I shouldn't say well thought through, but a logistically thought through where we actually had embeds. It is impossible for the intelligence apparatus between the United States and, and not not just that. Let's let's the Saudis and UAE. Their intelligence apparatuses work with the work with the Israelis and work with the United States. It couldn't have happened. It's impossible for it to happen, sir. No, it's not. <laughs> so <clears throat> it's not impossible. It's and it's not a miss. That's that's a mainstream media sort of slapstick title. Here's what happens in the intelligence community. Yeah, I agree with you. Everything you said about the talent and quality and nature of us and Israel and everybody else. And when you have an intelligence community that is directed at the single mission set of protecting America against terrorist, al-Qaeda, Hamas, Iran, nuclear weapons, then you collect on that information. Remember, as good as we are, we only have so much bandwidth. And what I talk about in the op-ed is this thing called the National Intelligence Priority Framework, the NIPIF. It's pretty simple. The document itself is classified, but this isn't rocket science. If you have the ability to direct your intelligence community against the threats we just outlined, like we did in the President Trump administration, then your full machinery, your full manning, and your full money go to those threats and those lines of efforts. But if you force, by presidential edict, the intelligence community and the national intelligence priority framework to shift to, I'm not kidding, climate change, if you force it to shift to challenge and take on Trump supporters and domestic violent terrorists, then you, by law, are shifting the behemoth away from that azimuth and putting it over here so it's an intentional decision that caused our resources to be diverted to satisfy a radical left-wing agenda and i'll give you the best example i can give you the first concept of operations the first cam plan distributed by the biden dod under secretary austin the very first one out of the gate and what that is is just how the dod operates its priorities the first one for dod climate change the Department of Defense okay. was instructed by Biden let's say, okay. to make that the priority. For purpose of this discussion, let's say I agree with you. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a major shift between domestic, between looking for MAGA, mm-hmm. right, and, and climate change. In the IDF, they have three existential threats. Mm-hmm. Hezbollah to the north, yeah. right? Uh, Hamas to the south. And the Persians, who both Hamas and, 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 and Hezbollah report to and are funded by. My point again, even with the, 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 the lack of focus and misdirection and the weakness of the Biden regime, and that is unquestioned, still people in the IDF and Mossad and elements of the CIA and NSA that deal in that area could not have missed something at this scale. This is not a terrorist attack. Right. This is not going. This is not the typical thing you see in Gaza. This was an air, sea, land military operation, highly coordinated, with planning, logistics, finance, recruitment, training. Th- th- their first hit was 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 uh, was flawless, and 
They had Palestinian journalists as embeds. They had the, the people in the in the in the media, the radical media architecture of that knew it. Ergo, and the Wall Street Journal even reports that the that the Persians spent weeks, if not months, planning it. I happen to think it's longer than that—a year. In all of that, it could not have been missed. It's impossible that, to miss that. We're saying the same thing. I'm not saying it's just a miss. That's what I'm saying. It's not. The ground pounders, our guys and gals that were that have been taking on that threat, saw and detected it. I'm sure, just like the IDF, though I don't have much fidelity into them. And someone in between them and the top said, "No, this is not our priority mission set. I don't care what intelligence you've brought me. We are to go." Are you away. telling me you think they brought the intelligence and they said because it's not climate change, we're not going to we're not going to look at it? You yeah. had Jeremy Bash who was chief of staff over at the CIA. This is, I'm going to play this bash thing later. That's the mindset that's in this town right now. What he laid out, and even Alex uh, Witt was in shock. She goes, badee, badee, badee. you're talking about a full-scale, massive um, Middle East war, uh, in, including naval assets, going after naval assets uh-huh. of the Persians in the Persian Gulf and in the North Arabian Sea, of which, as a young naval officer, I was there the last time the Persians grabbed the hostages, right? Was it 78, 79, 79. 80? 79. I was there with a, a carrier strike force in Gonzo Station and Camel Station. Yeah, this is what the, happens when you combine the the failure of the prioritization of the intelligence apparatus with People at the top, okay. government gangsters who want Forget to Forget the Biden's incompetent and Blinken's yeah. incompetent. And these guys are going to be fired. Correct? They ought to be having freaking hearings right now. Forget Kevin McCarthy. Have the hearings right now of, of the incompetence of this thing. But is the, the IDF, did the IDF during the BB, this BB uh, fiasco with the justices uh, six weeks ago, didn't they sign a letter or something saying they weren't going to support BB if the country d- d- had passed these laws? Yeah. Is is and I hate to say, but I think we got to ask tough questions. Yeah. Is the Israeli Defense Force, which has always been the best of the best, mm-hmm. and remember we're on the fiftieth anniversary of Yom Kippur War, where, where they were caught by surprise. But there they knew about the buildup. They didn't know when the strike was going to come. Here they didn't know anything because mm-hmm. they they say in their own words it's Pearl Harbor and nine eleven combined, which means they didn't know anything. Which means is IDF is IDF up to the task? I mean, we're talking about – they're talking about a Syria, Hezbollah in Lebanon, take on the Persians in a land war, go after naval assets. Jeremy Bastian, you go after naval assets. But there's one, Is IDF up to, up to the task? It seems like they haven't been. And there's one thing we're missing out of all of this, and this is the thing I hate to admit. Hamas is funded and trained by Iran, the IRGC, and the Quds Force. And as much as I hate those guys and they are our number one enemies – they are supremely good at what they do. Is Hezbollah not the best land, best uh, paramilitary land army in the yeah. world right now? Funded, Is there and, any, any doubt? funded and trained, trained by the Iranians. Exactly. Same with Hamas. So no, these it, are Persian. This is a proxy war so, with Persia. But we. This we, is why the Chinese Communist Party. Schumer's over there saying, "I'm very disappointed that the Chinese. It's their partner. Yeah. The way to stop this is to get to Beijing and say, hey, any more of this? You you shut down the mullahs right now.'" If this thing expands because CCP wants this, because Taiwan's sitting right there. We're occupied in Ukraine. We're occupied in, in, in now in Israel and the Middle East. They're going to say, hey, we got the Americans sucked back in to an open-ended, uh, unconditional commitment, ground war in the Middle East. Boom, Taiwan. Yeah, 
I agree. The CCP is in bed with the Iranians. They are paying for partners. it um, because it's against American interests. And you brought up the Mideast partners. But here's the kicker, right? The Mideast partners that we're supposed to have have already issued statements from their foreign ministries 100%. supporting 100%. the Muslim Brotherhood 100%. and peace in the Palestine. So this is why it's a quagmire. Republican congressmen should not be running up here talking this nonsense right now. This needs to be very thought through, or we're going to be in another Iraq-Afghanistan 20-year war, uh, 10,000 combat casualties, 50,000 wounded, PTSD everywhere. Ain't going to happen. MAGA's going to make the decision on this. Short break, we're going to the border, the one we care about, on the southern United States next. There's a lot to be nervous about out there. Open social media or turn on the news, and all you see is crime and societal decay. A lot of people just run out and buy a gun, and then it sits in a safe. If there's ever an emergency, they're not going to be prepared and run the risk of hurting themselves or others. There's no way around it. You need to train, and you need to train often. Unfortunately, it's time-consuming to go to the range, assuming there's even one nearby, and ammo prices are through the roof. iTarget was invented so you could practice anytime in the safety and convenience of your own home. Simply download the iTarget Pro app, load your caliber-specific laser bullet into your firearm, and start training. Practice alone, compete with friends, or use it to safely train friends and family who are new to firearms. Go to iTargetPro.com and get 10% off at checkout when you use offer code BANNON. This is the smartest, safest way to train, which is why competitive shooters trust Dry fire training as part of their regimen. Get yours today. That's the letter itargetpro.com. That's itargetpro.com. Offer code Bannon. itargetpro.com. Action, action, action. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. By the way, is that true? Uh, yeah. Cash Patel, Fox won't have you on. Fox Primetime has. You're the national on. security advisor to President Trump. I haven't been on Fox in primetime in 13 months and counting. Unbelievable, uh, folks. This is quite complicated. Once again, we need everybody to go to Pasobic and Grace and Mo. If you can put it up too, with Pasobic's help, uh, the footage. You have to see the raw footage. You must see the raw footage, even on a streaming service. And Jane Zirkel, if maybe we, on the, we do the email today, Grace, I'm doing some producing here. What we do with Jane Zirkel and Mo, and Grace can work out. Maybe we put some on our afternoon newsletter. To understand what we're up against, you have to see the footage of what happened to women and children. It's absolutely brutal. It's heart rendering. That being said, we have to be we have to be cool customers here because I'm telling you. This is what happens in every war. This is what's happening in Ukraine. This is what happened in the American Civil War. Once it starts happening, you get sucked in to this to this uh, maelstrom of attrition. One side ups the ante, the other side comes back. And you're talking, what Jeremy Bash was talking about, a full-scale, all-in Middle East war. And our great allies, Saudi Arabia and, uh, and UAE, all of them, coming in on the side of of the Persians and Hamas. Let's be Let's be... The, the, the Muslim Brotherhood, they're all coming together. Outrageous. Let's go to the southern border. And, and Cash has got some very specific things to talk to us about the southern border. I want to go to Burkham first. Burkham, you've been down there 
This is our national security. This is the existential national security issue for the United States of America is the invasion on our southern border. Ben Burkwam. Yeah, Steve, I want to start by talking about where I'm at. But before I go there, just uh, one comment this? to make about the okay. mainstream can media. And I, and I don't know if, it, if he... Steve, can you hear me? Okay, hang on for a second. We'll get it. We'll, we'll, we'll work all that Steve. out. Um, it's going to be great when we get it. Well, while he's down yeah. there, look, here's the reality oh, come on, of what guys. the mayor's DHS admit alone. They detected that two dozen known terrorist affiliates had illegally crossed into the country from the southern border. And here's the scarier part. They don't know where they are today. That is who they know they missed. So the question you have to ask, Steve, is how many hundreds, if not thousands, of cartel members and terrorists and terrorist allies and CCP affiliates infiltrated through the southern border because they're coming in at the rate of, what, 21,000 a month that the U.S. does not know about, and Joe Biden wants to give them ID cards so they can come in 21,000 a month, we had 260,000. Sorry, oh, yeah. No, 260,000. Yeah, that would be 26 combat divisions of what yeah. we know. There's another 100,000, another 10 combat divisions of Godaways. The, the scale of this is so overwhelming. And the IG just said, we don't keep, we don't track them. We don't. And, and, that's, and, and it goes back to the t question we were talking about earlier. Here's my point. But I'm a cash That's why I need everybody in this audience to see the footage. We can't play all the footage. It's too horrific, even on a streaming service. Everybody in the audience, every adult, this is not for children. Every adult should take some time today to see the footage of what these animals did to the people in Israel. And these are just, and these are just, you know, these are the old women. These are families. They're shooting children. These, the, ki the, the girls. Okay? That's going to happen in the United States of America. That day is coming. Write that down. That day is coming because of what we're allowing to happen on the southern border. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, just think about it. Look at, do the math. They admitted to us they have two dozen terrorists here in America they can't track. 220,000 a month. What if 1% of those individuals were affiliated, 1% with criminal organizations that we know of, with cartels that we know of, with foreign terrorist organizations that we know of, and they are in and around America and have been moving in and around America for two-plus months with CCP funding, Iranian support, Mideast terrorist organization financing, all to do one thing, establish sleep yourselves in the U.S. and yes. wait for the right time to do this yes. to us. That's why this is Chinese. Okay, as I've said for years now, you know, Beijing, Tehran, and the KGB – those are three parts. And let's throw Erdogan in there, Pakistan. you got a bunch of other side players. But the three, the three uh -huh. powers, the three powers, that's the new axis. It's the CCP, not the Chinese people, the CCP, the mullahs, and the KGB. The Persian people, probably two-thirds of them are, don't want to do this. They understand yeah. they're going to be slaughtered like they were in the Iraq war. The Russian people definitely don't want this. But that we're dealing with, as, as Cash's book says so succinctly, government gangsters. Now, he happens to be talking about the gangsters running uh, the apparatus in the United States of America. But government gangsters, the mullahs in, Persia, in Tehran, the CCP in Beijing, the KGB in Moscow, are just criminal gangs that are running this, and that's why the cartels are their partners. That's why the whole fentanyl, fentanyl is nothing but a chemical war attack 
that's a reverse opium war. What the British did to them, they're doing to us. And you, ref- and you referenced Afghanistan. I'm talking about the drug trade, yeah. opium, fentanyl. That was their leading insurgency campaign. The difference between Afghanistan and this, Iran has nuclear power capabilities. And we don't know because Joe Biden bent the knee, sent them $6 billion, and the Iranian regime kicked out all UN inspectors. Not that they were ever that good, but now we have zero visibility into their nuclear arsenal. That is the difference. We knew Afghanistan didn't have a nuclear deterrent, but see, the CCP's got one, Russia's got one, and Iran's got one. And now they are gearing it up full speed with government funding from the United States government gangsters. Sick. Hang on for one second. Let's go to Burkwam on the border. Ben, um, this is this is the border that we're most concerned about, the invasion of the United States of America. Folks, just think about it. Just It's six to eight million people minimum. Are we insane? Has any minimum. country on earth ever minimum. allowed this to happen? Burkwam. It's, it's well over that. Yeah, it's well over that, Steve. Uh, and so before I, I've got two points I want to make before I get to that, that mainstream media clown who tried to make a distinction between Hamas fighters and Hamas terrorists. There is no distinction. They are one in the same. They are all terrorists. And that's what we're dealing with. And right. the sad thing is in Washington, D.C., they are supporting the terrorists. We have terrorists in Washington, D.C. that support the terrorists in the Middle East that are inviting terrorists into America. And I want to show you this real quick. I'm going to start with the salt in the wound. So I'm at the Ped West port of entry in San Ysidro. California. It's closed off, closed, cerrado. You can't go in here. It's secured by the National uh, Homeland Security. But we've got a bus lined up. You can see the headlights of that bus right there. That bus is picking up CBP-1 applicants. Right over here, we've got a bus stop. We've got uh, this little gray door you can see in the distance there. That's where they sneak them out. This whole place is closed down only uh, closed down for American citizens going into Mexico and closed down for Mexican citizens coming into America. This is only being used for CBP-1 illegal entry into America. Now, that's salt in the wound. The real threat was what I saw yesterday, and I want to play some of this footage. I went back to Lukeville, Arizona, and what I saw should shock every single American. I, I, as soon as I got there, there was a tent of 150 fighting age men, mostly from West Africa, Muslim uh, countries in Africa, the Middle East, and India. And what they told me uh, is that they, they actually, the, the new place that they're getting all of this, the, these people from right here, you can see the footage right there on the screen. Those tents, that was yesterday, and this is happening every single day. 150 of them, they said they had over 500 yesterday alone in that one location. 500. And what scared me, now I, I went up, the Border Patrol, you could tell, was so frustrated. They, uh, they, they wanted me to get in there and film it and s- show you close up. As soon as I did that, at the end of this video, I had a guy come out from, from National Park, said I couldn't be that close. I couldn't film this. I had to go across the street and our own National Park, our National Monument down there. This is what's coming into America. But the scariest part, Border Patrol came up to me and he said, you need to know and you need to report this. We're getting huge numbers from Syria right now. And if we can show the picture, they sent me a picture of one of the guys from Syria. If we can show that picture of, of the guy, this guy hey, just hey, came hey, across hey, our hey, southern hey, border. Ben, but this ben, is, this is ben, just, just one. Hang on. Hang, just hang on. Yeah, just hang on. Okay, Cash. Syria's coming across. Hamas is coming across. Hezbollah's coming across. You got Ben's from reporting. The Chinese Communist Party, I, I've heard from intelligence sources, not totally confirmed, 100,000 fighting age men over the last year and a half, two years. Yeah. Right? Do so, the math. Do the math, right? When you have two point plus million people coming in, 100,000 isn't that big of a number, right? Do the math. And when you have 
America's enemies combining together, Syria, the mullahs, as you said, KGB, the CCP, and other terrorist organizations, along with the Mexican drug cartels who are hosting them at the southern border, of course they're coming in because they are reaching one common goal, the destruction of the United States of America. And the thing about these terrorists is they have no timeline. They have incredible patience. We've seen that with al-Qaeda before. They will wait 20 years and launch the one strike at the one appropriate time, and then they will go fight a 20-year war, which we will bend the knee on, and they will do it again. And then we're seeing the results of that in Israel with their number one partner. And everybody keeps asking me, how did the IDF missed this because they are not that big of a force and they are going against this entire machine that you just laid out. Of course, it's possible for these terrorists to come in and lay siege. We argued about de-escalation. We were right 100% on Ukraine. We argued for de-escalation immediately in Ukraine. Now, in a year and a half later, everybody understands Michael Hanlon from Brookings has an absurd strategy <laughs> paper in, in, in the Hill today. I'll get to that later. We were de-escalation. This situation right now, they're going to go into Gaza with ground, but that's only going to cause, I mean, it's going to be, they're going to drop the hammer, but it's going to cause. And it's a mistake to send in special forces from America. And right now, we don't have any idea of the preparation of the landscape. And watch it. They're going to call for it. The Defense Industrial Complex and Biden's DOD is going to come in and say, oh, SF guys are ready to go. Those are my guys that need to work with. You mean for hostage rescue? But we don't have the intelligence infrastructure in place to go in and get after it. As good as those guys are, and those are my dudes, we don't have no. the ground level game no to go American in and execute combat troops none none Can't they're going to they're going to want the Americans to do airstrikes here you watch we must immediately bang the heads in Beijing and say stand down the mullahs we got put Saudi on a note notice look you don't stand up here maybe you're not a protector of the United States anymore and maybe that oil's got to be put in some sort of trust right the royal family there's got to be somebody's got to give it to them with both barrels Say, we're tired of this. We're tired of the double dealing. But we're tired of Qatar. We're tired of the double dealing there. We're getting double dealt everywhere in the Middle East, and we're getting sucked into a massive land war that who knows if we can even win now, right? With our resources stretched, and remember, the CCP wants this because they want the eye off of Taiwan. They want it. the eye off of Taiwan. And this is playing out perfectly. You got an invasion on the American southern border that the Biden administration exacerbates. Now you've got now you've started this in uh, in around Israel, and this is why. It, hey, the thing this weekend is a shocker to people saying, "Is the IDF too woke?" I mean, this whole thing with Bibi, you see this whole the whole country is I it, Tel Aviv's like South Beach, right? I yeah. mean, is is Israel gotten too woke? Is Israel the same Israel of 1967 when they took on everybody? Is it like Israel in 1973 in Yom Kippur War where they were overwhelmed and they punched back and won? Right. I mean, this is you got to ask these tough questions now because we're going to get sucked in. We're going to get sucked into this quickly. And if these nut cases up here on Capitol Hill, that guy at the beginning from California, that's a Republican congressman. We need Kevin McCarthy back today so we can start giving aid to the Israelis. The House has nothing to do with it right now. And the Senate's out of town. This is all about Biden. And we shouldn't be shifting this. People say, oh, maybe we shift the money out of Ukraine. Hey, there's no more money for Ukraine. Ukraine money is zero. It, we have to put a and and uh, and uh, uh, the guys running Scalise, right? And Jordan is sitting there going, "I'm open to Ukraine funding. I'm open to no motion to vacate. Absolutely not. Still motion to vacate. One vote. Zero money for Ukraine. What you need to focus on is where Ben Burkwam is. Is the southern border of this country? 
Watch those videos of what happened in Israel to the women and the children and the young people. That is coming to the United States of America as sure as the turning of the earth because we've let the radicals in this country in the administrative state in this country allow it to happen and exacerbate it. Short break. Cash is with us. Ben Burkhamps on the border back in a moment. You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it, because it just might. More than 35,000 wildfires have devastated the U.S. this year. The toxins and particles in wildfire smoke can penetrate our lungs and threaten our health. That's why EnviroCleanse developed military-grade air purification for your home. And they just announced their biggest sale of the year. Save a massive 30% off during their Labor Day sale. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That's why the Department of Defense chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. And EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air. Now's the time to save 30% off your air purification unit. Get the free air quality monitor and fast free shipping. That's at 250 bucks savings. Visit ekpure.com and use code Steve. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. Let me repeat, ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. Take action. Use your agency. Do it today. Get the benefits of the sale. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bann. Okay, uh, we haven't even gotten to the financial firestorm that's going on. I'm going to get in that second hour, but here's what you do. Go to birchgold.com slash Bannon right now. End of the dollar empire. Third installment, the debt trap. Embrace it. Fourth uh, installment just came out. The assassination of American prosperity about going off the gold standard over a weekend at Camp David with Richard Nixon and his team. Check it out. Look at the charts, too, of what's happened to American prosperity for working class and middle class people since an 87% drop in the purchasing power of the United States Federal Reserve note. Check it out. Ask the team. Uh, when you're there, uh, birchgold.com slash Bannon. Ask Philip Patrick and the team one question. Why is the Federal Reserve spending all the time on a central bank digital currency and printing money on this fiscal irresponsibility here in the nation's capital? In the BRICS, particularly, I hate to say this, if you look at what's happened over the weekend, that certainly has got a BRICS-like feel to it coming together of an alliance, a new axis, right? They're de-dollarizing. They're de-dollarizing. Check it out. Ask what that means for you and your financial security. Uh, Cash is going to stay with me for a few more minutes. Ben Burkwam has got to get down into Mexico. Ben, observations. This is the border we care about, Burkwam. Michael Yan, uh, Ann Vander Steel, Oscar Blue Ramirez, yourself, Ben Burkwam, and others have done amazing reporting from the Darien Gap all the way up over the last couple of years. What it, it, am I too over the top saying that what happened in uh, in Israel over this weekend is coming to the United States, sir? No, no, Steve, you are right on the money. And and Cash's to Cash's point, 
the traitors in Washington, D.C. have prioritized America's defeat, and they've done the same apparently with our allies. That's what we're seeing. We're seeing the destruction of the West, and we're seeing that in Israel, but that is coming to our doorstep. That's the main point of all of this. As Cash said, we have 200 terrorists that we let go. We don't know where they are. We have potentially thousands more. We have no clue where they are. There are sleeper cells in America right now that are planning very similar style uh, attacks on America, and they're just biding their time. That is coming to our shores because of the, it's not just ineptitude, it's because of treasonous behavior. These guys have, have taken Homeland Security, in this case, and turned it into an illegal immigration factory. That's what they're doing right here. They're inviting in our enemies. That's the reality, and that's the point Americans need to know. Ben, right before you go, just that facility you're outside of, they're processing nonstop every day and to get them ship, ship these illegal aliens, invaders, into our country as deep as possible, spending no focus whatsoever on fentanyl, the chemical fentanyl, is a chemical warfare attack on the United States of America. COVID-19 was a biological weapon attack on the United States of America. The Chinese Communist Party plays for keeps and they play smash mouth. And they are just as much in what happened in Israel and Bibi was rubbing up on them. Bibi's out there sucking up to Xi and these guys. The Chinese Communist Party and CCP are up to the neck in what they're doing with the mullahs in Tehran. Yeah, buying their oil long term. Cutting these deals. Ben, how do people get you on your uh, on all your reporting? You're going to Mexico. You'll be on the afternoon show. Yeah, if you haven't seen my reporting over the weekend from Santa Teresa outside of El Paso and Sunland Park, New Mexico, you have to see it. It's on all my social media. I just posted from Lukeville yesterday. I have a new video that's coming out from Lukeville that's going to come out today. This stuff needs to go everywhere. You need to tag every fake news, mainstream pop propaganda media out there and send it out at Ben Berquam on all my social media, uh, B-E-R-G-Q-U-A-M. Uh, reports are going up by Kerry Donovan on FrontlineAmerica.com. And then our next episode of Law and Border is coming this Saturday on AmericasVoice.News. And then I'll be reporting, uh, obviously, throughout the day on, on Real America's Voice News. Cash Patel, uh, your book is Government Gangsters. We got government gangsters in Beijing, mm-hmm. in Tehran, in Moscow, and you got these guys here, right? What's the lesson? What 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 is your focus? What should what should this MAGA posse be, be focused on right now? The mission set for government gangsters was to put the mission first, and what happens when you don't? And yes, government gangsters largely applies to the deep state and trench class in the United States of America. But you'd be an idiot not to see the government gangsters that are also in places like Israel. When they go woke, when they put radical ideology and and public political headlines ahead of the national defense of their countries. And when you take that weakened state of Western alliances and you put them up against a lawless band of terrorists and the CCP and Russian financing, this is what you get. So, America, you have a decision. You can either make government gangsters the number one book in the country or that ridiculous fake news hit piece from the intern from the White House. This is the problem. It's not just my book. Why aren't all of the books, the Ben's of the world, the Mike Davis's of the world and company, those are the educational pieces of our time right now. The War Room Posse has to get it out there. Go to governmentgangsters.com or Amazon or wherever you. New York Times just told us this week, we hit the bestseller list and they specifically said they are not going to put the book on it because they don't want to. Um, so look, we're already top 10 on Amazon. We hit number six on wall street journal bestseller. And most importantly, president Trump called government gangsters, the blueprint for 2024. So if you don't believe me, 
Maybe you believe him. Uh, how did how did they get the uh, the op ed you wrote this morning? All yeah. your other writings. Yeah, the, thanks to Gateway pundit Jim Hoff and company for being the brave best. enough the best. to print that because the mainstream media refused to print that. So go to Gateway pundit. Go to my Truth Social account at Cash at K A S H. It's the only place I exist on Truth Social on social media. You'll see this article. I'm going to write a follow up on what we should do next. Okay, but America needs to realize this is not a miss. This is an intelligence failure due to intentional action by corrupt government gangsters and that starting point must be realized by our country do you think it's a coincidence that mark milley was on cnn or 60 minutes this week this entire operation happened on the watch of the mighty milley that was an intentional act social media real quick at cash at ksh on truth social and governmentgangsters.com the national security advisor to president donald john trump and probably head of the cia or (laughs) national security advisor or secta we'll figure it out in uh, in 2025. Okay, brother. Thanks, thank brother. you. Billy Joe Shaver in this hour is going to take us out. We're going to be on fire next hour. Stick around. Quick 90-second break. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.